Good morning, Sonship. Welcome to A Course in Miracles daily reading conference call, where we read from the original edition of ACIM, which is published by Course in Miracles Society. Today we have a long reading. reading. We're reading Chapter 31, Section 5, Self-Concept versus Self. We'll be reading Paragraphs 43 through 61. We'll read each one twice. And after that, we'll open up the floor for sharing. We gather Monday through Friday from 9.15 to 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you don't have an original edition, you can go to jcim.net. You will see a link that says Original Edition. You can also buy any book you need there. And we have our beloved Reverend um, Reacher, the webmaster. Reverend Reacher, are there any updates on jcim.net? I'm trying to think. Um... No, but you know, I want to point people in the direction of the of the ebooks as well because they're affordable. You can take them with you in whatever format. All you do is email the file to your phone and then put it in iBooks or put it in Kindle, whatever. So, uh, just want to point you in that direction. It's an economical way to have the course, the original edition, with you always. Uh, thank you, Chris. Thank you for the ebooks. That's great. And finally, we invite our daily lesson, 329. I have already chosen what you will into our study today. And lastly, we ask that you mute your phone at all times unless you're speaking by using your own mute function. And at this time, is anyone that would like to say they're here or get on the reading list? Uh, good morning. Yes, Mary. I can hear Great. All right. So far, we have Lee, Sharon, Paula, Reverend Regia, Carl, Fran, Ida, and Mary. And Sharon and Carl will have to leave probably after our first or second round. All right, in this holy instant, I'm turning the call over Sharon for morning prayer. Sharon? Thank you. Dear brothers and sisters, I am learning that the process of building a self-concept is a major preoccupation of this world. And it takes me from my true nature. Jesus says, quote, This is its purpose, that you come without itself and make one as you go along. And by the time you reach, quote, maturity, you have perfected it to meet the world on equal terms, at one with its demands, unquote. The self-made man is a symbol of the ultimate American, someone who pulled himself up by his bootstraps, became very successful, who made himself all by himself, despite having been a victim of his life's circumstances. So it is the ultimate American idol. Jesus says, quote, A concept of the self is made by you. It bears no likeness to yourself at all. It is an idol made to take the place of your reality as son of God. Unquote. So the self-made man is the ultimate American idol that if we all carry that in our minds as what we need to be, We compare ourselves to this, and we compare others to this. We look at someone and say, wow, 
this person didn't make anything of herself or himself and we judge Jesus goes on to say quote the concept of the self of the world would teach is not the thing that it appears to be for it is made to serve two purposes but one of which the mind can recognize the first presents presents the face of innocence the aspect acted on it is this face that smiles and charms and even seems to love it searches for companions and it looks at times with pity on the suffering and sometimes offers solace it believes that it is good within an evil world in the movie frozen we see an example of this <laughs> I don't know how many of you have seen this but Anna the younger sister has been shut out of her older sister's life for years literally she's lying or sitting or playing behind a closed locked door she's literally alone in this enormous castle for reasons she doesn't understand finally at her sister's coronation party Anna meets the mysterious Hans Hans is smart observant and chivalrous he promises he'll never shut Anna out as her sister did Anna believes him to be the love she's been waiting for all these years she sees him as loyal kind and attentive when the kingdom becomes a victim to a steep to a deep freeze he hands up blankets to the poor burying the frozen wasteland himself where he could be inside he is a hero and capable of saving her from eternal loneliness however in a plot twist he turns on Anna in a way that is devastating to her we might say that Anna becomes the second aspect Jesus describes when she realizes for it realizes Hans betrayed her Jesus tells us quote this aspect can grow angry for the world is wicked and unable to provide the love and shelter innocence deserves and so this face is also wet with tears at the just injustices the world accords to those who would be generous and good unquote. Anna was first a martyr because she stood outside her sister's door rejected and lonely and then martyred by her lover Hans who is content to allow her to freeze to death in our egoic state we convince ourselves we are the innocent victim we make an idol out of this idea but beneath that lies the egoic state of the injured and angry one who lashes out and destroys Jesus tells us that the martyr calls out quote, I am the thing you made of me and as you look on me you stand condemned because of what I am unquote the idol who commits atrocities is forever condemned by the quote innocent victims but those who hold this stance are the opposite side of the same coin this aspect of me keeps me in a justified accuser mode I say 
I have every right to not trust you, to be angry with you, to wish you ill because of all you do and all you are capable of doing. However, I keep myself in the position of attacking the attacker. Therefore, hold on to my guilt. I can project my guilt outward. Jesus says, quote, For what you are has now become his sin, for this is no forgiveness possible. Unquote. Brother Jesus, you and the Holy Spirit await to translate this situation into truth. The moment I give up the condemnation game, the victim-persecutor game, game of accuser, I claim my innocence and that of everyone. It always gets back to forgiveness. Please help me to forgive myself for believing I was guilty and retain my belief in my distance from God. I deserve God's perfect love and joy because I am made out of him. The game has no more was no more than a nightmare, one that I do not want or need, even though it is familiar, and I return to it again and again. It's just a trap, but it can be stepped out of it easily. I play the role of both dying Anna and the torturing Hans, but I am neither. I am the holy child of God. And so is everyone. Help me see this is true of myself and everyone I encounter today. Help me love myself truly. For what I do, when I catch myself in the act of loving, I know my true self and I'm free to contribute to the freedom of everyone. What a glorious day to practice this. I drop every role, every idol, and come with empty hands unto my God. Amen. 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 Thank Amen. you. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. All right. Just want to remind everyone to mute their phones and to see if anyone else besides Rob has joined the call. would like to get on the reading list. All right. Here we go. 43. The learning of the world is built upon the concept of self-adjusted to the world's reality. It fits it well. For this is an image is that suits a world of shadows and illusions. Here it walks at home, where what it it sees is one with it. The building of a concept of the self is what the learning of the world is for. This is its purpose, that you come without a self and make one as you go along. And by the time you reach quote-unquote maturity, you have perfected it to meet the world on equal terms and at one with its demands. Lee, 43 and 44, please. 
the learning of the world is built upon a concept of the self adjusted to the world's reality. It fits it well. For this an image is that suits a world of shadows and illusions. Here it walks at home, where what it sees is one with it. The building of a concept of the self is what the learning of the world is for. This is its purpose, that you come without a self and make one as you go along. And by the time you reach maturity, you have perfected it to meet the world on equal terms, at one with its demands. 44. A concept of the self is made by you. It bears no likeness to yourself at all. It is an idol made to take the place of your reality as Son of God. The concept of the self the world would teach is not the thing that it appears to be, for it is made to serve two purposes, but one of which the mind can recognize. The first presents the face of innocence, the aspect acted on. It is this face that smiles and charms and even seems to love. It searches for companions and it looks at times with pity on the suffering and sometimes offers solace. It believes that it is good within an evil world. Thank you, Lee. Sharon, 44 and 45, please. A concept of the self is made by you. It bears no likeness to yourself at all. It is an idol made to take the place of your reality as son of God. The concept of the self the world would teach is not the thing that it appears to be, for it is made to serve two purposes, but one of which the mind can recognize. The first presents the face of innocence, the aspect acted on. It is this face that smiles and charms that even seems to love. It searches for companions, and it looks at times with pity on the suffering and sometimes offers solace. It believes that it is good within an evil world. This aspect can grow angry, for the world is wicked and unable to provide the love and shelter innocence deserves. And so this space is often wet with tears of the injustices the world accords to those who would be generous and good. This aspect never makes the first attack. But every day a hundred little things make small assaults upon its innocence, provoking it to irritation and at last to open insult and abuse. Thank you, Sharon. Paula, 45 and 46, please. This aspect can grow angry, for the world is wicked and unable to provide the love and shelter innocent deserves. And so this face is often wet with tears at the injustices 
the world accords to those who would be generous and good. This aspect never makes the final first attack. But every day, a hundred little things make small assaults upon its innocence, provoking it to irritation and at last to open insult and abuse. The face of innocence, the concept of self, so proudly wears, can tolerate attack and self-defense. For is it not a well-known fact the world deals harshly with defenseless innocence? No one who makes a picture of himself amidst this face, for he has need of it. The other side he does not want to see. Yet it is here the learning of the world has set its sights. For it is here the world's, quote, reality is set to see to is set to see to it the idols last. It's set to see to it that the uh, idols last. Um, are you guys hearing that feedback? Mary, I think it's your line. Do you mind calling back in? Because I don't want to mute you. Okay, thanks. Um, or that was 46. So, Reverend Rita, sorry. 46 and 47. Oh, okay. Uh, 46. The face of innocence, the concept of the self so proudly wears, can tolerate attack in self-defense. For it is not a well, for is it not a well-known fact that the world deals harshly with defenseless has set its sights for it is here the world's reality is set to see to it the idol lasts 47 beneath the face of innocence there is a lesson that the concept of the self was made to teach it is a lesson in a terrible displacement and a fear so devastating that the face which smiles above it must forever look away lest it perceive the treachery it hides. The lesson teaches this, quote, I am the thing you made of me, and as you look on me, you stand condemned because of what I am, unquote. On this conception of the self, the world smiles with approval, for it guarantees the pathways of the world are safely kept, and those who walk on them will not escape. Thank you, Reverend Rija. Carl, 47 and 48, please. Beneath the face of innocence, there is a lesson that the concept of the self was made to teach. It is a lesson in a terrible displacement and a fear so devastating that the face which smiles above it must forever look away, lest it perceive the treachery it hides. The lesson teaches this, quote, I am the thing you made of me, and as you look on me, you stand condemned because of what I am, end quote. On this conception of the self, the world smiles with approval, for it guarantees the pathways of the world are safely kept, and those who walk on, the, walk on them will not escape. 48. 
Here is the central lesson that ensures your brother is condemned eternally. For what you are has now become his sin. For this is for this is no forgive for this is no forgiveness possible. No longer does it make what he does, for your accusing finger points to him, unwavering and deadly in its aim. It points to you as well, but this is kept still deeper in the midst below the face of innocence. And in these shrouded vaults are all his sins and yours preserved and kept in darkness where they cannot be perceived as errors, which the light would surely show. You can be neither blamed for what you are, nor can you change the things it makes you do. And you are each the symbol of your sins to one another, silently and yet with ceaseless urgency condemning still your brother for the hated things you are. Thank you, Carl. Fran, 48 and 49, please. 48. Here is the central lesson that ensures your brother is condemned eternally. For what you are has now become his sin. For this is no forgiveness possible. No longer does it matter what he does, for your accusing finger points to him, unwavering and deadly in the same. It points to you as well, but this is kept still deeper in the mist below the face of innocence. And in these shrouded vaults are all his sins and yours preserved and kept in darkness where they cannot be perceived as errors which the light would surely show. You can be neither blamed for what you are, nor can you change the things that makes you do. And you are each the symbol of your sins to one another, silently, and yet with ceaseless urgency, condemning still your brother for the hated thing you are. 49. Concepts are learned. They are not natural. Apart from learning, they do not exist. They are not given and they must be made. Not one of them is true, and many come from feverish imaginations, hot with hatred and distortions born of fear. What is a concept but a thought to which its maker gives a meaning of its own? Concepts maintain the world, but they cannot be used to demonstrate the world is real, for all of them are made within the world, born in its shadow, growing in its ways, and finally maturing in its thought. They are ideas of idols, painted with the brushes of the world, which cannot make a single picture representing the truth. Thank you, Fran. Ida, 4950, please. Forty-nine. Concepts are learned. They are not natural. Apart from learning, they do not exist. They are not given, and they must be made. Not one of them is true. And many come from feverish imaginations, hot with hatred and distortions, born of fear. What is a concept but a thought to which its maker gives a meaning of his own? Concepts maintain the world, 
but they cannot be used to demonstrate the world is real. For all of them are made within the world, born in its shadow, growing in its ways, and finally, quote, maturing in its flaw. They are ideas of idols painted with the brushes of the world, which cannot make a single picture representing truth. 50. A concept of the self is meaningless, for no one here can see what it is for, and therefore cannot picture what it is. Yet is all learning which the world directs began Yet is all learning which the world directs begun and ended with the single aim of teaching you this concept of yourself, that you will choose to follow this world's laws and never seek to go beyond its roads nor realize the way you see yourself. Now must the Holy Spirit find a way to help you see this concept of the self must be undone if any peace of mind is to be given you. Nor can it be unlearned except by lessons aimed to teach that you are something else. For otherwise you would be asked to make exchange of what you now believe for total loss of self and greater terror would arise in you. Thank you, Ida. Mary, 50 and 51, please. A concept of the self is meaningless. For no one here can see what it is for and therefore cannot picture what it is. Yet is all learning which the world directs begun and ended with the single aim of teaching you this concept of yourself, that you will choose to follow this world's laws and never seek to go beyond its roads nor realize the way you see yourself. Now must the Holy Spirit find a way to help you see this concept of the self must be undone if any peace of mind is to be given you. Nor can it be unlearned except by lessons aimed to teach that you are something else. For otherwise, you would be asked to make exchange of what you now believe for total loss of self and greater terror would arise in you. 51. Thus are the Holy Spirit's lesson plans arranged in easy steps that though there be some lack of ease at times, In some distress, there is no shattering of what was learned, but just a retranslation of what seems to be the evidence on its behalf. Let us consider, then, what proof there is that you are what your brother made of you. For even though you do not yet perceive that this is what you think, you surely learned by now that you behave as if it were. Does he react for you? And did he know exactly what would happen? 
Could he see your future and ordain before it came what you should do in every circumstance? He must have made the world as well as you to have such presence. That's wrong. To have such pre I can't say that. The I looked it, I, Mary, I looked it up. It's a, there's an S-H. It's so weird because I couldn't pronounce it either. It's prescience or prescience, whichever you choose. Prescience. Prescience. Thank you. Okay. I'll read that last. He must have made the world as well as you to have such prescience in the things to come. Thank you, Mary. Um, do we have a new reader, please, for 51 and 50? Sorry, 51 and 52. Do we have a new reader? Rob can try it, but I don't know if I'll do it. Oh, that would be great. Okay, it takes me a little longer because I'm operating with a phone, my glasses, the additional glasses, and my Kindle. Here we go. 51. Thus are the Holy Spirit's lessons, lesson plans arranged in easy steps that through them be some lack of ease at times and some distress. There is no shattering of what was learned, but just a re-translation of what seems to be the evidence on its balance. Let us consider... Malfunction, hang on. Let us consider there. Let us consider then what proof there is that you are what your brother made of you. For even though you do not yet perceive that this is what you think, you surely learned by now that you behave as if it were. Does he react for you? And did he know exactly what would happen? Could he see your future and ordain before it came what you should do in every circumstance? He must have made the world as well as you to have such presence in the things to come. 52. That you are what your brother made of you seems most 
unlikely. Even if he did, who gave the face of innocence to you? Is this your contribution? Who is then the, quote, you who made it? And what and who is deceived by all your goodness and attacks and attacks it no, who is deceived by your goodness and attacks it so let us forget the concepts foolishness and merely think of this. There are two parts to what you think yourself to be. If one was given by your brother who was there to make the other, and from whom must something be kept hidden? If the world be evil, there is still no need to hide what you are made of. Who is there to see? And what but is attacked could need defense. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. Beautiful. <laughs> so do we have a new leader, um, reader for 52 and 53, please? All right, Lee, 52 and 53, please. That you are what your brother made of you seems most unlikely. Even if he did, who gave the face of innocence to you? Is this your contribution? Who is then the you who made it? And who is deceived by all your goodness and attacks it so? Let us forget the concept's foolishness and merely think of this. There are two parts to what you think yourself to be. If one was generated by your brother, who was there to make the other? And from whom must something be kept hidden? If the world be evil, there is still no need to hide what you are made of. Who is there to see? And what but is attacked could need defense? 53. Perhaps the reason why this concept must be kept in darkness is that in the light the one who would not think it true is you. And what would happen to the world you know if all its underpinnings were removed? Your concept of the world depends upon this concept of the self. And both would go if either one were ever raised to doubt. The Holy Spirit does not seek to throw you into panic, 
So he merely asks if just a little question might be raised. Thank you, Lee. Sharon, are you still here? Yes, I'm here. Can you read 50? I know you can read. Are you able to read 53 and 54? Yes. Great. Perhaps the reason why this concept must be kept in darkness is that in a light, the one who would not think it is true is you. And what would happen to the world, you, what would happen to the world you know if all its underpinnings were removed? Your concept of the world depends upon this concept of yourself. And both would go if either one were raised to doubt. The Holy Spirit does not seek to throw you into panic. So he merely asks if you just... He merely asks if just a little question might be raised. There are alternatives about the thing that must be, that you must be. You might, for instance, be the thing you chose to have your brother be. This shifts the concept of a self from what is wholly passive and at least makes way for active choice and some acknowledgement that interaction must have entered in. There is some understanding that you choose for both of you and what he represents has meaning that was given it by you. It also shows some glimmering of sight in the perception flaw that what you see reflects the state of the perceiver's mind. Yet, who was it that did the choosing first? If you are what you chose your brother be, alternatives were those were there to choose among. And someone must have first decided on the one to choose and let the others go. Thank you, Sharon. Paula, 50, I'm sure I get this right, 50, <clears throat> excuse me, 54 and 55. <laughs> okay. I cannot tell you, I'm just saying this, how these two paragraphs are so speaking to me, and I'll tell you during my share. But anyway, there's no coincidence. There are alternatives about the thing that you must be. You might, for instance, be the thing you chose to have your brother be. This shifts the concept of the self from what is wholly passive and at least makes way for active choice and some acknowledgement that interaction must have entered in. There is some understanding that you choose for both of you. And what he represents has meaning that was given it by you. It also shows some glimmering of sight into perception's law that what you see reflects the state of perceiver's mind. Yet who was it that did the choosing first? If you are what you chose your brother be, alternatives were there to choose among. And someone must have first decided on the one to choose and let the others go. 55. Although this step has gains, it does not yet approach a basic question. Something must have gone before these concepts of the self, and something must have done the learning 
which gave rise to them. Nor can this be explained by either view. The main advantage of the shifting to the second from the first is that you somehow ended in the choice by your decision. But this gain is paid in in almost equal loss. For now you stand accused of guilt for what your brother is. And you must share his guilt because you chose it for him in the image of your own. While others be, while other be, while other he, let me read that again. While only he was treacherous before, now must you be condemned along with him. Thank you, Paula. Reverend Reader, 55 and 56, please. Okay, 55. Although this step has gains, it does not yet approach a basic question. Something must have gone before these concepts of the self. and Something must have done the learning which gave rise to them. Nor can this be explained by either view. The main advantage of the shifting to the second from the first is that you somehow entered in the choice by decision. But this gain is paid in almost equal loss. For now you stand accused of guilt for what your brother is, and you must share his guilt because you chose it for him in the image of your own. While only he was treacherous before, now must you be condemned along with him. 56. The concept of the self has always been the great preoccupation of the world. And everyone believes that he must find the answer to the riddle of himself. Salvation can be seen as nothing more than the escape from concepts. It does not concern itself with content of the mind, but with the simple statement that it thinks. And what can think has choice and can be shown that different thoughts have different consequences. So it can learn that everything it thinks reflects the deep confusion that it feels about how it was made and what it is. And vaguely does the concept of the self appear to answer what it does not know. Thank you, Reverend Rija. Carl, are you still able to stay with us? I guess that's a no. Okay, Fran, 56 and 57. 56. The concept of the self has always been the great preoccupation of the world. And everyone believes that he must find the answer to the riddle of himself. Salvation can be seen as nothing more than the escape from concepts. It does not concern itself with content of the mind, but with the simple statement that it thinks. And what can think has choice and can be shown that different thoughts have different consequences. So it can learn that everything it thinks reflects the deep confusion that it feels about made and what it is. And vaguely, does the concept of the self appear to answer what it does not know? 57. Seek not yourself in symbols. There could be no concept that can stand for what you are. What matters it which concept you accept while you perceive the self which interacts with evil and reacts to wicked things. Your concept of yourself will still remain quite meaningless and you will not proceed 
that you can interact but with yourself. To see a guilty world is but the sign your learning has been guided by the world and you behold it as you see yourself. The concept of the self embraces all you look upon. Nothing is outside of this perception. If you can be hurt by anything, you see a picture of your secret wishes. Nothing more than this. And in your suffering of any kind, you see your own concealed desire to kill. Thank you, Fran. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I do that wrong? Okay, Ida, 57 and 58. Okay, just a second. Seek not yourself in symbols. There can be no concept that can stand for what you are. What matters it which concept you accept while you perceive a self which interacts with evil and reacts to wicked things? Your concept of yourself will still remain quite meaningless. And you will not perceive that you can interact with, and you will not perceive that you can interact but with yourself. To see a guilty world is but the sign your learning has been guided by the world. And you behold it as you see yourself. The concept of the self embraces all you look upon. And nothing is outside of this perception. If you can be hurt by anything, you see a picture of your secret wishes. Nothing more than this. And in your suffering of any kind, you see your own concealed desire to kill. 58. You will make many concepts of yourself as learning goes along. Each one will show the changes in your own relationships as your perception of yourself is changed. There will be some confusion every time there is a shift, but be you thankful that the learning of the world is loosening its grasp upon your mind. And be you sure and happy in the confidence that it will go at last and leave your mind at peace. The role of the accuser will appear in many places and in any forms. And each will seem to be accusing you. Yet have no fear, it will not be undone. Thank you, Ida. Um, Mary, let me make sure. Hang on, Mary, next to... Okay, Mary, 58 and 59, please. Oh, and 60. Okay. 58. You will make many concepts of the self as learning goes along. Each one will show the changes in your own relationships as your perception of yourself is changed. There will be some confusion every time there is a shift, but be you thankful that the learning of the world is loosening its grasp upon your mind and be you sure and happy in the confidence that it will go at last 
and leave your mind at peace. The role of the accuser will appear in many places and in many forms, and each will seem to be accusing you. Yet, have no fear, it will not be undone. 59. The world can teach no images of you unless you want to learn them. There will come a time when images have all gone by and you will see you know not what you are. It is to this unsealed and open mind that truth returns, unhindered and unbound. Where concepts of the self have been laid by is truth revealed exactly as it is. When every concept has been raised to doubt and question and been recognized as made on no assumptions which would stand the light, then is the truth left free to enter in its sanctuary clean, and free of guilt. There is no statement that the world is more afraid to hear than this. I do not know the thing I am, and therefore do not know what I am doing, where I am, or how to look upon the world or on myself. Okay, Mary, how about you give us 61 too? Yet in this learning is salvation born, and what you are will tell you of itself. Thank you. Rob, what do you say? Can you do 59 and 60 and 61? All right, do we have a new reader then for 59, 60, and 61? All right, 59. The world can teach no images of you unless you want to learn them. There will come a time when images have all gone by and you will see you know not what you are. It is to this unsealed and open mind that truth returns, unhindered and unbound. Where concepts of the self have been laid by its truth revealed exactly as it is. And when every concept has been raised to doubt and question and been recognized as made on no assumptions, which would stand the light, then is the truth left free to enter in its sanctuary clean and free of guilt. There is no statement that the world is more afraid to hear than this. I do not know the thing I am, and therefore I do not know what I am doing, where I am, or how to look upon the world or on myself. And yet in this learning is salvation born, and what you are will to tell 
you of itself. Amen. The floor is open. Amen. Amen. Wow. Yeah. What a section. This is, um, this is Lee, and uh, the, the section ends with one of the most powerful single sentences in the Course. You know, there, are lots, there are lots of those, I know, guys, but this one's, this one's pretty cool. There comes a time when what I am will tell me of itself. There comes a time when what I genuinely am will whisper to me of itself. And what could that be but that point in time when I become acquainted with what I am? This whole section says that the difficulty is that I'm not acquainted with what I am. I'm working with a mistaken concept of the self. A concept, he says, that bears no likeness to what I am. As I move through this life so distant from what I genuinely am, it's no wonder that everything I see is a mad distortion over what an awareness of what I genuinely am would reveal of everyone and everything. He doesn't mince words when he says in the paragraph leading to the conclusion in 59 where concepts of the self have been laid by is truth revealed exactly as it is. That's what I'm told Jesus experienced while he was here. Unburdened by a mistaken concept of the self he peered out and saw truth revealed exactly as it is. And he follows right up on behind that sentence in this paragraph by just repeating, when every concept has been raised to doubt and question and been recognized as made on no assumptions which would stand the light. In other words, when... when when all my concepts fall away, then is the truth left free to enter in its sanctuary, clean and free of guilt. That's why it goes to the heart of shaking the world for me to be able to say and mean as an invitation to the Holy Spirit, I don't know the thing I am, therefore don't know what I'm doing, where I am, or even how to look upon the world or on myself. That's when I'm completely open that the truth be revealed exactly as it is and that what I am tell me of itself. Boy, this is, um, <clears throat> I, I just want to limit what I say to, to a few more minutes, but um, Paula, I know you're going to speak of uh, 54 and 55, and um, it was um, very powerful for me 
to read the end of 54 with an emphasis on the someone and 55 with an emphasis on the something because he's trying to get through to me. As I imagine, as I think about the concept I'm working with, as I release the concept and be willing to release the concept, he wants me to come to understand that when I think about it, if this concept is wrong, there must have been something prior to this concept of me that chose among options for how to think of myself. That's why he can say, there must have been alternatives to choose among at the end of 54, and someone must have decided on the one to choose and let the others go. And he follows up on that with 55. Although this step has gains, it doesn't yet approach a basic question. Something must have gone before these concepts of the self, and something must have done the learning which gave rise to them. Nor can this be explained by either view. So the main advantage of the shifting to the second from the first is that you now somehow entered in the choice by your decision. So he's bringing me home to understand that there is what I am aside from this mistaken concept of the self that did the mistaken choosing and I can by the power of my will invite that the Holy Spirit reverse that mistaken choice I made so that I no longer feel as though um, I have a, a, a contrary relationship with others and with the world. He says in 57, I can interact but with myself. I can interact with but myself. If I recognize my holiness, then I'm interacting with holiness. If I see myself as um, um, separate, then I interact with separation. He says in 57, to see a guilty world is but the sign. Your learning has been guided by the world. And you behold the world as you see yourself. The concept of the self embraces all you look upon and nothing is outside of this perception. While my concept is distorted, everything I think I understand about the nature of this life and world is madly distorted. That's why it's so beautiful to know if I can be led past this distorted self-concept and, and really open to having Holy Spirit acquaint me with my own right mind that there are these um, vistas that open in terms of an altered relationship and understanding of everything to do with my life, all my relationships, everything I've ever imagined about the burden of this life or, the, or its relationship to my Creator or all of these things are completely on the table for retranslation. Um, it's uh, uh, fertile ground, um, complete, thanks.
Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much, Natalie. Thank you so much. I don't know how to thank you for just always knowing what the heck this means and (laughs) um, how it all ties together and how we can best understand it. Thank you again. Thank you, Ida. Thank you, Lee, for showing up in this dream for me. Thank you for showing up when we need you. Thank you. What a beautiful sentiment. I share that. In this season of gratitude, I just cannot begin to to express how grateful I am for the understanding of this. It's brought me so much peace. And um, (laughs) Paula, I'm so anxious for your share. I'm complete. Well, I don't think I can say it as in-depth as Lee, but what... I'll just say what's been going on in my perception of myself and these relationships. And I have spoken in the past about a relationship with my younger sister, which I carry a lot of love, guilt, resentment, anger, the drama, the whole gamut. And I've spoke to the Holy Spirit constantly for guidance on it. I've given up my perception of what goes on. Why? Why do I do this dance with both my sisters, but with this one particular sister? And in the past, we have gone through situations where I have the strength with the help of the Holy Spirit to let it go and found peace within the decision. And yet it keeps reoccurring, and this is something... I deal with and work with and having read this and how it's said and I have this in my mind that I chose who I dance with. I chose or we both chose because I have learned and I am not as eloquent or as in-depth as Lee but only in my my slight ignorance or my naive interpretation of what goes on. The soul of my sister and mine and, and all involved, there was a choice. A choice at some point of healing each other, using each other, helping each other to heal. And there was in this dance that went on for probably millennium, there were disappointments, accomplishments, but the need is always there for some reason. And I've always looked at my younger sister and I see her call for love and I see where she is. And I don't judge it anymore. I, I welcome it and I see it what I'm trying not to impose on her because I know it's coming from me. And just recently, another dance came about. We were dancing again. The holidays are coming. She was feeling very alone because my other sister went away. I had other plans. And then I can't even tell you what transpired. I, I, and I had a direction from the Holy Spirit. That's the only thing I can say. Because how I've chose to spend the last three 
holidays was not including my sister with me because my other sister was around. She decided to go away. Somewhere I just said, now I'm going to go some to my other sons, which would make it plausible to take my sister. Went through all kinds of things with how to get her ready mentally to come. and I can't even go into all the different things that had it transpired to just do this one deed because she was crying, she's going to be alone, and I'm feeling guilty. And finally I had all the pieces together. And I was feeling good, and I was looking forward to having her and enjoying her coming to my home, spending time with me, and then going to my sons. And and lo and behold, as we were doing this lesson, I'm on the phone with her. I'm not coming. I don't feel like I want to come. And of go into why. Now, I thank you for asking me, but I, I, I want to stay home. And I start the dance, but I didn't. I didn't. I respected her choice. I said, if that's what you truly want to do, you do it and enjoy your day. And I sent her love. And I hung up the phone, got back on the call. And I was told to read 54 and 55. (laughs) But as I'm reading, his voice is saying to me, did you really want her? Don't you really want... It was like the ego was doing this little tap dance on my brain. Yeah, did you really try to convince her? Did you really... You know, it was like, I couldn't believe. I was struggling throughout this whole thing, trying to listen to this, listen to my head... I actually put the phone call down and I called her back and I said, you, really, you know, Maria, don't you want, I was going to go move you, I had a whole day planned with you and and she kept saying no. Oh, she didn't answer. She didn't answer her phone. And I just left a message, if you change your mind, just please call me. So then I'm saying, why am I, why don't I just let it go? So I, I know this maybe is going off course, but I'm just, it's the drama. But I, I really sitting here now as I'm saying this. I'm letting it go. Maybe this whole scenario from day one was something that I needed. And I am going to go through my day knowing she's happy in her choice, what she plans to do, and I will plan what I have to do. And I am not going to feel guilt. Because it's God's will. She's listening to her calling. I'm listening to mine. Did I go off track? I just needed to say this. Thank you for listening. I'm complete. Thank you for sharing that, Yeah, that was great. That was great. I think you did right. I think you did really well. Thank you. I send you peace, Paula. You know, Reverend Rija is a master at meeting people where they are. Reverend Rija, how about a prayer? Sure. Oh, it's, and you know it's opening to our oneself. We do in prayer so we can close now, close our eyes, and we all join one another in this communion of souls. And we all join in the knowledge, the remembrance that we are one self, united with each other and our creator that's the 
truth. And that's what we're remembering. And we remember for our brothers when they forget. We're the light in the seeming darkness. And so all we are asked to do, the reason we came, is to open to that guidance, to that light, to the knowledge of who we are when we open up to remembering who we are. And we see our brother and who they are. That's the reality. That's truth. And everything we do from that reality is healing, no matter what. Everything that comes from love is healing. It's joining. It's, it's removing the gap that we think is there between ourselves and our brother and ourselves and our creator. There is no gap. And so to join with our brothers in who they truly are is to heal, to heal one another. That's why we came. And we will be told what to say and what to do. We don't have to worry. He tells us uh, in that prayer, you know, I am here only to be truly helpful. And if I need a word, he will give it to me. He will show me the way. We can trust, trust in love. So that's what we do right now. We don't know. We know we don't know. Our egos do not know. Today we learn, I do not know the thing I am, and therefore I do not know what I am doing, where I am, and how to look upon the world or on myself. Yet in learning, this is salvation born. What you are will tell you of itself. We are the will of God. That's what we choose in every instant. The will of love. What would love say? What would love do? It will come if we ask, and it will heal ourselves and our brother. We have trust in this and faith in this. And so it is. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Reverend Amen. Thank you, Reverend Amen. Amen. Thank you, everybody. And Amen. Reverend Rujo. Thank you. Thank you, Reverend Thank you so much. Um, I have a younger brother, too, and who doesn't talk to me and doesn't want to hear from me. But if he did, I'm sure that the relationship would be just about exactly like what she had described earlier with her sister. He's 50. <laughs> He's a baby of the family. So anyway, truthfully, I'm not sure if you guys are still on the call or can hear me, but... Sure can. Okay. I, I, I just say my blessings because... Now, whatever one of us heals in our relationship, it helps all of us. And I would just love it if my brother and I would talk again, even if we would fight or whatever. At least we'd be doing some kind of communication because I love him. It's true that he never left home and never was made to leave home. And it's true that... All those years, my mother told us all what to do, basically. And now he tells her what to do and bothers her a lot. But, and I'm not in that place to directly experience it, but I feel it and I hear it. And, you know, I have empathy 
and I always wish them the best, and that's all I can do, and that's all I can say for now, and God bless everybody. I'm complete. Thank you, Ida. You know, this is Reverend Regent Joy, and I just wanted to share uh, with you, with you, Ida, and everyone that uh, actually, I, I really believe when in the course where he says minds are joined. I mean, it's sometimes I guess to the ego, it's a scary idea, <laughs> and that there are no private thoughts. That's also a very scary idea because we keep things secret and private. But minds are joined, and remember, um, I think it was. Uh, was uh, Rob shared a, a, a miracle yesterday. I'm not sure if it was on the call or the after call, but there there are no uh, uh, accidents and, and no uh, coincidences, you know, not really, because minds are totally joined. So when you, as you think of your brother, I mean literally your brother, his mind will receive that on, on some level. And that's the most important thing. And so if you take it a, a few moments to look at how you really see your brother and, and we're talking about self-concept and concepts we give one another see as i i would ask the holy spirit to, to show you who you truly who your brother is and hold that in mind and hold that in mind for him and miracles happen he won't know why <laughs> he wants to reach out to you it won't be on a conscious level but he will have received that uh joining in love I, I believe so I would that's what I'm hearing to see see who he truly is minds are joined he will get the message thank you I'm complete yes I agree I believe you and I agree there was a time when we did talk and that I since I know my mother's projecting her own sense of guilt onto him um, I know he's not really all that, and I know she loves him too, but, well, that's it, that's it, I, I just, uh, you're right, I will do that, and I will do that more, more diligently, not by force of my will, of the ego, but by the full love of the Holy Spirit. I know that if you all knew who he really was, and I guess in some way you do too, anyway, but you'd all love him too. Like I love him. And I can say everyone is my brother, and they are. But the one first brother that I have is very special to me. And my my sister, who's just a year younger, is very special to me too. And of course, my mom and kids and all that have gone before. Thank you. I'm complete. Um, and, and I wanted to share one one other thing, it's Reverend Marie uh that I got the the sense that I got the I got the sense that remember in the course where he says those who see themselves as whole make no demands. Once you see who your brother truly is, you will be reminded who you are, and you won't need. Uh, him to do anything different than what he's doing and the thing is that he'll feel that as well no pressure to be anything different than what he is and who he is and and out of that space he will be drawn to joining I believe this so you will be at peace whether he comes to see you whether he talks to you whether he doesn't there will be peace 
because you'll know you'll know who he is and who you are and that's eternal it doesn't change I'm complete love you Ida I love you too I love all of you and I love you too and I sure would like to meet you all in person but I'm not going to demand anything of anybody but now you remind me of that and it's all so perfect uh, my sons aren't talking to me that much either <laughs> so anyway yeah thank you so much I'm complete Vegas baby Hi, Vegas <laughs> I affirm the truth of all your relations and the joyous reunions and realizations of who we all really are God bless you thanks for your share thanks Reverend Regent yeah. Thank you, Ida. Thank you, Reverend Richard. Thank you, Ida. I just want to remind everyone, Chris, that we have lots of support through the holiday season. If anyone needs it at any time to remember who you truly are, there's the Facebook page. And at Skype at any time, if you need support or assistance, anyone's here at all times. I'm complete. Hi. Um, a question? Um, oh, okay. So... If I want to contact one of you, I can send you a little text message on Skype, huh? Okay. Okay, will these calls be done tomorrow on Thanksgiving Day? Will they be Will they be on? Every single day. Oh, okay. Great. Thank There's you, no Chris. Time. Right. Same oh, time. no time. I wouldn't want to be without our family on Thanksgiving Day. There you go. Right. <laughs> That's true. Oh, my God. You're right. That's true. I told yes. I said I wanted to get flashlights and put them on everyone's plate this Thanksgiving to remember who they truly are. Behind that facade of that personality, I just, that prayer was perfect. I want to remember who they are so I can remember who I am. Yes. I sometimes it sounds like Little mice are running through my phone. <laughs> That's the Holy Spirit. Make sure you're paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's better than pulling my pigtails. <laughs> Which Whenever I don't you have. have a negative thought, it's the Holy Spirit saying, <clears throat> this way, this way, please. <laughs> All right, my friends. Um, we are at the end of our time together. So, Reverend Rija, how about a closing prayer? Yep. Wow, that time just, I guess, because of the long reading. (laughs) Okay. All right, so we'll just join once again. We'll close our eyes. It's a blessed time to just let go and know that you need do nothing. You can relax completely. Let everything go. Remember that we don't know anything, (laughs) so it's okay. It's okay to let go. And so today, we learned the purpose of this world was to build a concept of who we are. Everything we do is based on keeping this concept inviolate and safe, protected and nurtured and esteemed. (laughs) Quote, the building of a concept of the self is what the learning of the world is for. This is its purpose, that you come without a self and make one as you go along. By the time you reach maturity... You have perfected it to meet the world on equal terms, at one with its demands. Our concept of the self is made by you. And when we look at the concept we have made, we see we did this for two purposes. 
One is to maintain our innocence at all costs. I would rather be right than happy. I am the good one who looks out on an evil world. And I get angry when the world doesn't give me what I deserve. And of course, I only attack in self-defense. Since my world doesn't condone defenseless innocence. You know, the second purpose is that my self-concept was made to teach the lesson we had learned today, that my brother is to blame for who I am. Quote, I am the thing you made of me, unquote. We are symbols of sin to one another. And yet there's happy news. He tells us today, concepts are learned. They maintain the world but they can't make the world real. Hallelujah. I have learned who I am as I built a concept of myself, and yet I need to learn that I am not that which the world has taught me. I must learn another concept. And so we pray, Father, Mother, God, Help me to exchange the concept I made of myself based on what I thought this world required for one in which I am aligned with my true identity. Guide me in knowing what concepts are true and how I can make a different choice. Ah, but now I hear you tell me salvation can be seen as nothing more than the escape from concepts. The concept of the self embraces all you look upon and nothing is outside of this perception. Seek not yourself in symbols. There can be no concept that can stand for what you are. Where concepts of the self have been laid by is truth revealed exactly as it is. When every concept has been raised to doubt and question and then recognized as made as on no assumptions which would stand the light, then is the truth left free to enter in its sanctuary, clean, free of guilt. In this learning is salvation born, and what you are will tell you of itself. And this our lesson today, I have already chosen what you will What I am in truth is but your will, extended and extending. This I am, and this will never change. And so it is. Amen. Amen. So it is. Thank you, Reverend. So it is. Thank you, Reverend Reed. Thank you, Reverend Reed. Thank you. Thank you. So be it. Thank you, everybody, and Reverend Reed. Janaki Joy. (laughs) Happy, happy, joy, joy. (laughs) Blessed day, all.